from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And before I go any further, I wanted to thank the listeners in Bonn, Germany, and also in uh, Argentina for your support. It's been really appreciated. So going on with this, there is a further announcement But let's talk about the episode first, which is episode 203, Earnest Truth, the real reason behind the downfall of Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon. Again, it doesn't matter a shit biscuit. Before I go into this, I wanted to let you know, for various technical reasons, that fairly soon... I don't know, a month-ish, somewhere into there, into that time frame. You are no longer going to be able to uh, connect with me on your favorite platform. And so, in order to uh, listen to me, it will be on uh, my website at theearnestmanshow.com. So, I hope you continue to tune in. It would be much appreciated. Now, back to the matter at hand. Uh, This kind of connects and segues into what was going on with the previous episode, number 202, uh, concerning, of all people, Britney Spears. Because, to a greater or lesser extent, it's the same kind of popularist drivel it is where these people are up into the stratosphere of celebrity and it's unfathomable because they're not even you know news anchors at all they're showpieces that's it for popular opinion but again it's celebrity it has it has little, if any, connection with anything real. It's just people talking about things that they really don't understand. But apparently that makes some kind of connection. Or when it's put across endlessly by Rupert Murdoch and the powers that be and just relentlessly propagandized, um, that's how it works. This was... Just so you know, and this isn't, I'm paraphrasing, this wasn't uh, the exact quote or anything, but it was Joseph Goebbels, who was the Nazi minister of propaganda all those years ago, during the Nazi regime, who stated openly that if you tell a lie, and you tell it often enough, relentlessly, people begin to believe it. And that apparently is the formula with 
the owners of the airwaves um, of, for instance, well, all of them, Fox, MSNBC, CNN, it's all the same shit. It has a slightly different flavor, but essentially it functions the same way. One's supposed to be appealing to the so-called right, the other, the left, who knows, but yeah, it's all contrived. It's all bullshit. That's it. That's all you need. That's the truth. That's it. And so we have these stalwarts of their respective uh, programs. Again, uh, of course, the main ones being, you know, Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon from CNN. And again, the airways was shocking. This is these these goddamn ridiculous real shocking other or terms like they were broadsided again these are very visual cues that they couldn't see this coming yeah tucker didn't see it coming or <laughs> and actually maybe i'm wrong maybe he didn't i i don't know because when you're tucker tucker um you know, and Papa Bear being Murdoch, and you appease them, and you say all the right talking points, and you're charismatic. In other words, um, when you're his boy, well, generally speaking, as long as you're his boy, the idea is that as long as you do that, then you've got a gravy train because you are his boy, and you don't expect him to get rid of his boy, but this shit that happened recently, as I'm sure you heard about the whole suitcase with um, the company that was doing the ticketing as far as the voting and whatnot was concerned. Anyway, they lost that lawsuit and how many umpteen millions of dollars the point is, is that it was if there was going to be a time, there was going to be a time to reshuffle their cards. And I don't, I'm not, you know, just because they lost, because Fox lost the suitcase, I don't necessarily think, you know, with big money bags like Rupert, I don't think the firing necessarily, maybe it was a, Maybe it was a good time or a good cover story to make it appeal that way, but I don't necessarily think that was the case because we're talking about guys sitting on billions and billions and billions of dollars. So you know, it, I'm telling you, it doesn't. It to me, it doesn't really matter. And so, getting rid of. Um, Tucker, as I refer to him, good old Tucker. Um, yeah, I think that they needed just time for a switch. It wasn't as though that they put this in the case of public opinion as though well, now he was out of favor or he said a few things out of line. And it's like, no, they're needing and wanting a change and they just said, fuck him, and you're out of here. Same thing with Lemon. 
because if someone, for instance, if you picture CNN or Fox or what have you, but it's very common that what we do is we picture these entities because that's really, I mean, the only way we as normal people can, we have to have easy, identifiable ways of conceptualizing things. You know, basically, it comes down to good guy, bad guy. For us, wherever we stand, as what would, you know, we identify with, it's good guy, bad guy. So that'll be, for instance, very different amongst the American populace of where you stand, as an example, between Fox and, say, I don't know, MSNBC. But there are very clear delineation marks there. And there's was clear enough one between Carlson and, and Lemon, apparently. But the thing is, it's not so much where they stood. <coughs> they just needed to change. <coughs> Sorry. And they needed a break. And that's where they decided to make the break. It's not the fact so much on a personal level, I believe. Now, this is my thought, but it's not so much where they stood personally. It's not necessarily an issue with the ratings. But they, the money bags, you know, they do what they want. They do what they want and... They did what they wanted to do. And ironically, again, this is, I don't like to do redundancies. And I know that I was just talking about this in my previous broadcast. But ultimately, it doesn't fucking matter. These two prima donnas that are worth I don't know, God only knows how many millions or potentially billions of dollars has nothing to do with your fucking life. Nothing. Zero. It's put across in the media once again, since they control all this, as though you'd think, I don't know, some religious, you know, they attach apparently some religious kind of iconography to it. And you think Jesus Christ was being crucified. And it isn't the case. Either one of these guys, you know, it's not like your buddy or friend or neighbor or family member got fucking laid off from their job and then if you don't come up with a new job really soon, they're going to be fucking homeless in six months or six weeks. It's not like that. These are personalities. These are these people sitting on umpteen, umpteen millions of dollars. So please don't fucking cry and weep. For Tucker Carlson or Don Lemon, they're going to be just fine. And that, once again, 
shades of the previous podcast, but I'm saying that's all they can do with sensationalism is talking about how you're supposed to be. It's not only the fact that all these years, these people have been taking money, an unprecedented, ungodly amount of money that ultimately comes from your pocket, my pocket. It does. Yes, it does. And they've been taking that, and all that's not mentioned. Nothing, none of that is mentioned. And then they lose their jobs, and here break out the violin music, and the stories that must have been shocking, a representative for Tucker Carlson said, how much he identified with Fox. And now this happens? It's fucking soap opera for people for so, that you, you and your life have nothing to do with whatsoever at all, period, zero, zilch, nada, nothing. And so, here we go again. And so, here I go again. Because I am trying my little teeny tiny best to be the counterbalance of this propagandistic bullshit. Doesn't matter. Tucker, or Lemon, or any of them haven't done diddly shit squat to help, to really help humanity. And they sure as hell haven't helped me personally. I don't know. Have they helped you? Because if they haven't, why are you supposed to sit there even curious, not crying, even if you're not crying, wondering, bringing your hands to your mouth, oh God, what's going to happen to poor Tucker? Oh God, Tucker! Oh God, Tucker! Or Don! Or any of these rich fucks. Because that's what they are, folks. For whatever reason, whether it's a business reason, business slash personal, who fucking knows? The old man who owns, you know, Fox, he just said, he just, that's just it. When you are owned, and they are owned, that's why they're <laughs> calling them journalists. Is is just a fallout laughter insult. It's it's just god damn. It's just what people from back in the day, whether it was Walter Cronkite that I grew up with, you know, all these guys. 
David Brinkley, Walter Cronkite. There were so many. And they, they would be spinning, not just turning over in their grave. They would be spinning. Look, this is like collectively looking at the citizens saying, have you people collectively lost your fucking mind? These aren't journalists. These aren't, these are not journalists. Apparently, you don't even know what a fucking journalist is. These are show business personalities. That's it. That's all they are. And you're, and on top of that, they put something out in the news and you're worried about them? Give me a break, for God's sakes. This is what I meant, even in the previous episode. And I, I normally, I don't want to do something like this back to back, but it just happened to come out. And so, well, here I am again talking about this, but it's like, my God, a proverbial blind person could see this. Why are we, as the citizens, supposed to give a rat's ass about some people that are basically celebrities? Don't even, don't even begin, not for a moment, not for a fucking microsecond to talk about journalism. They're not journalists. They're not journalists. The people that go out in various countries, especially when they could be killed <clears throat> at any moment, and many of them have been killed, that's a journalist. A person who is an ideological lapdog that sits in their cushy appointments and does exactly what their master says, that's not a journalist. That's a propagandist. That's a lapdog. And so, in the case of Rupert Murdoch, he got sick of his puppy. He, wanted, he wants new puppies. He wants people that are going to toe the line even more and kiss his ass even more because he bored of them. And that brings us to the next point. If any, by any miracle, by any miracle, I don't expect it, but if by any miracle, any of you big business types in the field are listening to this, hopefully, by any miracle, that this can get through to you. Hopefully, you will understand that you are not sacrosanct, that you are not sacred, and that the very same things that you crusade against, well, it's all well and good until it happens to you. 
And maybe, saying maybe, because you're not, you're certainly not hurting financially. You're not going to be like living on the streets next week. So that's the difference. But I'm just saying, if any of it hurts you enough, maybe, just maybe you could have enough introspection to consider for a moment what it feels like to be up against powers that you have no control over, that you are defenseless against. Because at least I can say to you folks, I'm talking to, you know, Carlson and Lemon, what's it feel like to have your ass fired? Because that's what happened. Call it as your ass was fired. Regardless of the reason, your ass was fired. Now, unlike the fact, again, as I said, that you're not like the rest of us living paycheck to paycheck, you don't have to deal with all that and all the indignities that come with that. No. And chances are some other network, somebody somewhere very quickly will scoop you up, maybe for even more money, even more criminal amounts of money that you are hundreds of millions of dollars that you're already stealing from the population. More than that, for essentially, essentially being entertainers, doing nothing. I mean, doing nothing. Because a journalist that gets their ass out there and is reporting, and they're reporting against the actual crimes, and they're going in fire, you know, places of unrest and fire, that, you know, facing life and limb, they're doing something. They are doing something. And even if they're not able to do that, those are not able, those that have the cojones to write the unpopular stories or to say the unpopular things, they're the heroes not fucking you. You're a contrivance. You are what has been contrived to be, um, a, you know, to be available and swallowable and nice to the American public. Not too hard, not too soft, just like a bland, tasteless, Fucking Bud Light beer. Now that unfortunately has other negative connotations attached to it. But, meaning the same bullshit. And so, that's what that is. Do you really think that people, at least semi-conscious Americans or people around the world, if that matters, do you think that they don't know that? Well, guess what? Because not only do they know that, they also know when they're being deceived 
at least, I'll say at least, if they have some kind of voice to tell them to just a little tap and say, hey, you know, yeah, that all sounds good and everything. Yeah, I know. Waving the flag and yeah, 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 I know. But, you know, uh, let me tell you a little something about, let me whisper. Well, he, you know, he, he bullshitted on this and he bullshitted on that and he bullshitted on this and he bullshitted on that and he bullshitted on that. And you stand there and you could listen to all the bullshit they did. And I don't remember them getting really get either one of those guys. I don't remember them other than parroting their respective ideologies. Other than that, I don't remember doing, I don't remember them doing a damn shit biscuit of anything. And so, there you have it. The real downfall of these people is simply because they're discarded because their usefulness was, well, no longer useful. They served their purpose. And the very Borg-like machine that they represent that they wholeheartedly endorsed all these years only becomes inconvenient when it turns against them. Then, when they're fucked, and then, if it just so happens that all their friends or associates or a large number of them suddenly dissipate like rats from a sinking ship, because not only do they recognize, hey, you know, this guy is not good to be around right now, but then a little tiny part for their own, again, safety, thinking about themselves. Well, on the network, I need to prove myself. I need to distance myself from these guys as quickly as possible. So that's what happens. It's all part of the bullshit rhetoric of the machine. And this is what I've talked about many times. And so now you're seeing it happen again, and you're going to see this happen probably quite a bit more in the next couple of months. And this all has to do with something that none of them will talk about, that I keep talking about, I keep telling you about, I keep preaching about. You know, I'm that guy that keeps poking them annoyingly, poking you here. Yeah, but what about this? And they say it, and they brush me off. Yeah, 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 we'll get to that. Yeah, 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 but you see, that night, one thing, and it has to do with this annoying reality of resources, or rather, let's say, lack thereof. And it's only really beginning to set off in the U.S., but the domino effect is it's because it's across the world. 
and that is a big portion and the big part of what is going on. It's not the entirety of it because the problems, as I've said what seems like a thousand times, are quite systemic. That means multifaceted in the problems, societally speaking, that you end up with that we're having, they are multifaceted. They are systemic. Just like the shit, the quagmire between Ukraine and Russia and so many other things going on. And in the meantime, in the circus of the bread and the circuses that continues, now the latest thing, let's see, two, three days ago it was Britney Spears. Now it's the downfall of Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon. And who knows what it'll be in three days or next week. It is anything to keep you distracted. And if you wanted to know very specifically and more specifically what's going on, that's why I keep saying, well, you could listen to the show. And you could even contact me. You could do that. Save you a lot of time. Because that is... That's where things are. And so, I hope that you didn't think that just because I'm talking about two show business personalities, two sessions in a row, in this case, it's not Britney Spears, it's Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon. But essentially, overall, it's the same thing. It's the same bullshit of sensationalism with these people who are basically prima donnas. They are basically, don't even, without falling out of a chair, if I have anything to say in my last words here, to call either one of these people journalists you know, would make the guys of old spin in their graves, Walter Cronkite or David Brinkley. It just, it's, it's just, it's beyond comprehension. They have developed, they, the powers that be, developed these people many years ago as talking heads, talking points heads, and to develop a certain ideology and just to drill that ideology relentlessly into the American consciousness. So, am I feeling bad? Mm, am I feeling bad for Tucker or for, mm, or for Don? No, fuck them. You listening to that, guys? Fuck them. Because all they have been their entire careers 
are extremely well-paid propagandist ideologues. That's it. That's the truth. I know many, many of you out there don't want to hear that. And they might say, Ernest, you're full of shit. Okay. You know, say what you want. I never said you couldn't say what you wanted. Okay. You now to reach me. And you can say whatever the hell you want. But that's what the available reality evidence tells me. So, with this whole thing that's been most recently in the news about these characters doesn't it doesn't mean a shit biscuit so all I want to say is as usual there's no such thing as bad words just bad actions thanks for listening so what did you think of this episode you can go on over to theearnestmanshow.com find this particular episode number and leave a comment for me and the rest of the world just below the player in the comments section and additionally, unlike platforms such as this, I do not treat you or want to treat you as a child. I don't want to tell you what language you can use. I don't want to prescribe what are good words or what are bad words. I want you to have the freedom to express yourself exactly the way you wish. Until next time, this is Ernest Mann reminding you that there are no bad words, only bad actions. <laughs>